0: welcome everybody to episode 51 of upon further review this week we talk about bless his heart buster keaton's 1926 the general is this the slowest chase in cinematic history or what is annabelle really worth all that fuss does the movie succeed in making the south rise again we'll be the judge of that it's the ufr podcast Welcome back, everybody. I am Noah, and I'm Jonesy, and we are talking about the General. The Buster Keaton silent film. Yeah. when
1: well, 1926. 1926. What did you think of oh, it? Oh, man. Um, I thought that it was fun. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it was fun, man. At first, I had a hard time getting into it, mm-hmm. but then I enjoyed it. So, yeah. Nice. What about
0: you? I struggled through this entire movie. Really, it was an hour and fifteen minutes, and it wasn't very long. It felt like four hours to me. It did feel long. I will agree with you. So long. I will agree with you. This one, this one didn't really do a lot for me. You know, we have the city lights, which was amazing. Uh huh. Um, And maybe my expectations for silent films, (laughs) uh, when it comes to comedic stuff, were up to that standard. But this didn't do anything for me.
1: Yeah, I can I can agree with you because especially coming from like watching City Lights, where there was actually a character that you connected to, Uh and there was a purpose for that character. I don't really feel that uh, Buster Keaton's character, which was Johnny Gray in Mm -hmm. this particular film, he, eh, you know, I didn't really
0: care. You didn't. I didn't really get a sense for the guy at all because it was so he was servicing the plot. And the right. little, little hijinks right.
1: without really having his own shit. Right. Totally agree with you. And I think at the same time, like the love interest, fuck that lady.
0: Okay. Let's talk about her. Because that's the start right of this now. entire movie, right? Let's like, talk that about lady. this bitch. Right. So he goes because, because he wants to join the Confederate army. army. He goes, he doesn't get in. She says to him, don't talk
1: to me until you're in uniform. Yeah, like I wrote it down. It's like, I won't speak to you again until you're in uniform.
0: And okay, so he saves her, right? Okay, let's right. just break this down because I had a huge problem with this. Well, just
1: from the opening alone. Okay, like, she's a bitch. She really is, and I'm like, oh, this is the one that you want to win the heart of. By no, the screw way, you,
0: all your family's going away to war. Don't you want someone to
1: keep that bed warm with you? But I digress. Yeah, exactly. You're okay. like you're, look at, look at, lady, your dad's gone, your brother's mm-hmm. gone. Um, we got the whole house to ourselves. Yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah, guess what we can do? We can walk around naked. Whatever we, we want we to do. Sweet.
0: Seriously, I'll prat fall into inside of you. Like, exactly, right? <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> my bad.
1: <laughs> but okay,
0: it. So you think okay, she's stuck a bitch, but whatever. He's into her. She's not hot, but hey, different strokes for different folks. Anyway, so
1: he <sighs> that is her. True. She's not. very. So <laughs> I, was, I made a joke. I was telling. I was just like. So th- to that point, really fast, it was like the the opening bit was like there's only two loves in his life. One was the engine, the, the locomotive, train, the, the train, general, right. And the second one, it cuts to a mugshot of this girl. <laughs> is what it looked like. It was just like a straight black and white mugshot. So he loves his uncle. Oh, that's oh, a girl. That's a girl. Whoops. Damn. Okay. All right. Teach their own. I'll go on this journey. So right away, I was already just like yeah. that's funny. Yeah. That's really funny.
0: So he say like he goes to rescue her. Right. Goes through the longest train. Chase in my life And then <laughs> I'm like These things aren't even Going that fast <laughs> Oh my god It was like Two old people driving <laughs> So he He rescues her He brings her back He stops The Union Army Yeah. He saves the saves day the day For everybody Right The The one Confederate guy Was like Take off that jacket She recoils To her dad Right She doesn't embrace him Until he's wearing The uniform It's well, like Well
1: she said it What the but, but he after everything he did. Oh I know. I know. After wow. everything he did. And we'll talk about everything that he did, obviously. Statist but climber. at the very end of it all. Like, I mean he like in all honesty, he didn't even get um accolades For all the shit that he did, nothing. Everybody was getting congratulated at the end of this movie, and he jumps back in his locomotive, all dejected, only to find the general of the of the Union Army. Yeah, after he saved the day by blowing up that bridge, right? All that stuff, they didn't care. But because they captured the Okay, all right He single-handedly did everything Everything And then he brings the general in
0: And even she's not like After he saved her life <laughs>
1: Right, And right. she's
0: like, mm, pass Me. And then he gets the jack She's like, all right, I love you. You know what? That bitch doesn't
1: deserve him At all Go find somebody else Wow so, I completely agree with you. So the opening oh, of this, one, okay, so the opening sorry. of this movie had to get off that. Get no, off, no, it's fine. It. <laughs> Listen, that was a big like. There was a lot of um, anxiety around that yeah, whole plot yeah. structure for me too, because I was just like, okay. But that's probably why. To me, it was just fun because, again, it's 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 a physical comedy, mm-hmm. right? For you, you know, you, you had a hard time getting through it right away i re- re- wrote it off as like this is just going to be physical comedy i'm not going to get anything like contextually yeah. but did you human feel there around around was a lot of uh, physical comedy yeah. oh yeah there was a ton of physical comedy but i don't know maybe it's just buster keaton's style hmm. but some of it's very subtle Yes, You know, some of it's like a double take, some of it's like in his eyebrows and like the way he expresses himself. Um, But there was a lot of physical stuff where he's jumping up and down and moving Uh, and going through windows and flying out of windows or falling backwards or falling from a, you know, a bridge or, Mm. you know, and the other thing too is like the other bits of physical comedy, like. With the, at the very end of the film with the sword gag, yeah. you know, those types of things. And it actually had a pretty decent payoff, in my opinion. Sure. You know, so I it,
0: stopped that dude that was taking, taking out, all out all the, the
1: yeah, the canon guys. So those types of things I understood. And I, I, I just kind of set aside what I'm normally looking for yeah. in movies to just be like, OK, well, this is just going to be something that's fun. Yeah. You know, but I do agree with you. It's difficult to get through because there's nothing emotional to push me through the plot
0: and it's also kind of hard because when I have a hard time and I'm it's my own bias or whatever you can argue (laughs) but I have a hard time with movies that the premise is the union are the bad guys and the confederates are the valiant heroes you know
1: what i thought was kind of interesting to that same point me is no totally man so the this was a memoir from a guy named william yeah this literally happened right this whole
0: thing minus you know his whole thing but the general was literally stolen the confederates got it back uh multiple union soldiers were hanged for doing this
1: well so is that the way it went? Because what I what I understood was that um, it was a memoir for William Pillard. Um, it was called the uh, the Great Locomotive Chase, mm-hmm. right? But the book was actually written from the Union's point of view. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the he had it all from the Union's point of view, and for whatever reason, and I couldn't find why, but Buster Keaton thought that um, the audience would not want to see the um, Confederacy as the villains, so he changed the story to being that the Confederacy were the heroes. And the Union It were the makes villains. sense for
0: this story But knowing what we know It's really hard for me to be like
1: Yay, Confederates Totally, and we gotta understand <laughs> too That this movie was made in 1926 26. So, so it came this, out then, yeah Right, so we haven't uh, I don't believe we jumped into World War One just yet Right? Mm, not yet Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think maybe so Maybe I'm jumping, I don't know But Civil War wasn't too far behind us yet Right So he actually had a a thought that, like, if I don't do it from this point of view, then oh, you know what? Probably makes sense because that's a, such a bigger section of the United sure. States now. And he knew that he was going to make more money mm. if he made the. But the ir- irony is, it didn't make that much money, it didn't do really
0: well when it came out. No, uh-uh. that's no, interesting. It wasn't a financial or critical success at
1: all. Interesting. Well, I don't know, man. I just thought I thought it was. But kind of...
0: I see what you're saying. I mean, that that makes sense. Totally. So kind of hedging your bets that more. More people South want to see it. see it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because there's, there's more, you more people. know, more, more, more people. I mean, it makes sense now because we hear that in films where most of the films, at least in the United States, are making their money between, you know, between the um, the coasts. Right. Mm. Like that's where majority of the people of the United States are located. So I my assumption is that he thought that through and yeah just kind yeah. of said oh well let's, let's take the same story and flip it because yeah. he's like I don't care whatever you know but to the same point you you have a very limited plot line because i didn't care i didn't care that he lost no. his locomotive i guess in some weird way it made it made sense because it was his one true love mm. so he lost two of the things that he ultimately loves uh, more than anything in the entire world to so of course he's gonna Yankees. go <laughs> so he's of course he's gonna go fight to go get them back but i was just been like eh, all right you yeah. know yeah But at the same time, maybe that's just because I'm lazy. (laughs) I don't know. No, because it didn't really give
0: you from the start. It didn't really give you any reason to really root for him. It just basically said, here's your main character. And there's a
1: superficial point of why he's going to run through this entire movie. He loves these two things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that should be
0: enough to keep you mostly involved in this story.
1: Why well, even thought it was jacked up? Well, one of my favorite scenes out of this movie is when he's trying to go enlist, and that uh-huh. he, they were just like, no, we can't enlist him because he, we, we need him.
0: Which, why didn't they
1: just say that? I
0: think that would have made more sense instead yeah, of like, totally. we can't use we you. We can't use you because you are a Too important, s- is what you should say. Smart human being, yeah. and we need you. We really need your services. This would help the Confederacy a lot better if you did such and such. Right. Then he could go back to the girl and be like, I am too important. Exactly. I'm sorry. Your father and your brother are common folk, but <laughs> we intellectuals need to be here. Exactly. So breed with me,
1: and we shall pass on our but superior genes. I guess at that point, then we really <laughs> don't have a movie now, do we? <laughs> All right. So, but that whole that whole sequence was actually really fun because he kept going back, uh-huh. you know, trying to like do something different so he can actually get his enlistment papers, and then he almost got his enlistment papers, and then they caught him again. Stupid cock blocker, <laughs> and then, the sideline took his paper and then one of my favorite parts is he's standing there being self-conscious why he's not uh you know getting picked you know and then this scrawnier guy comes up to ne- you know come next yeah. to him and he's just looking at him like well, that guy's basically scarier than I am like why can't <laughs> I do this you know yeah. so I thought that was kind of interesting then he goes out and the brother and the father just assume he didn't even in get in even line. go in line yeah, well you were jerk-offs. with him in line you yeah. idiots he was in line The I like, didn't he... like him to be with. so Then she goes over there and she says, tell me the truth. And he tells her the truth. Yeah. And automatically that relationship starts with her not trusting him. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be great for the future. That's going to be super awesome to marry that lady. Mm -hmm. And then she tells him like, fuck you. You know, don't come speaking to me until you wear a uniform. And then it zaps a year into the future. And then we're kind of just in this train place. They just happen to be next to each other. She's traveling to go visit her father who is quote unquote wounded. Right. Right. Lazy bastard probably <laughs> shot himself first and foremost. That dude was just old. Like, yeah. <laughs> who would want that guy in their army?
0: Well, you know, he's Operation Human Shield.
1: Oh, yeah, like, gotcha. like dad, you're gonna be in front, all right? Yeah. Like, you've lived the longest you're, life, you're
0: Operation Bulletproof Vest, yeah, so dude, you're gonna take you. all the shrapnel and then the we'll first. shoot from behind you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so th- <laughs> so true, though. That's what I would have done. I'm like, screw it's you, totally. dad. Bye, dad. Do you hear something? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. go check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Thanks for the semen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, man. I'm out. Um, so then uh, they 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 go on this trip so they're traveling you know, to wherever they're traveling to to go visit mm. you know, the, the 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 fort or whatever it is the base camp and they just kind of stop randomly, I think. What? Why did they stop? Who, the union? No, the, the locomotive, the general. Why did they stop? I, I thought it was just a, a Place that they normally
0: like a checkpoint. Uh,
1: okay, I don't know. I don't know either. Because some of the po- some of the just points as convenient. it moves forward, it just like why are you stopping? Yeah, what is it? So you can wash your hands? You're just gonna go get kind them of dirty <laughs> again? Like why are you stopping? Yeah. Um. So before we jump into that, then we zap into a conversation between the confederacy trying to hash out this plan where they're going to hijack this train. The union Union was hijacking. Thank you. God dang it. Get your heroes and villains (sighs) right. Gary, man, Uh, how dare you? So they go off and they, they make, they hash out this plan where their great idea is to steal a train Uh for what?
0: Well, I thought, That the history of it was it was it it was moving uh, supplies in and out for the Confederacy. Okay, so they're taking it to take like their munitions and their Uh supplies, so it would like weaken them. That's why they really did it. But it was a train full of people. In the movie, it was so that doesn't make sense.
1: That's my point though. I was just trying to understand like why are you trying to steal this train just with the people full of people. Yeah. And then my thought is well maybe they're stealing the train so they can cross borders more seamlessly, like sneak, sneak yeah. you know, more sneakily like a Trojan horse. Yeah. Maybe that worked. I don't know, maybe that worked or maybe it didn't work, I don't know. But then we go on this like they 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 basically steal the train and they find the girl who just needed to go in her suitcase? Yeah. For whatever yes. reason well, you know, her. She she's set in her ways. You what know she how mean? she is. She's like, I need something. She here.
0: thinks she's more independent than she really is. She's stupid. All right.
1: She's a sheep. Fine. I can take that. But then she goes and she gets caught. And then now she's basically a POW. Yeah. Now she's a hostage. Not, all right, hostage. She is the damsel in distress. And then it goes on, and the train they they steal the train. But she they... was like, "My train, <laughs> yeah. hey, where, where's my train? Excuse me, excuse me, guys." And then he, they tell everybody, and then everybody just kind of looks at him, just like, "Okay, yeah, well, that sucks." All right. Well, Did you sorry? leave the keys in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just like, where'd it go? It's- I don't know. What do you mean like, you lost it? Where was the last place you put it? Like, oh, no, <laughs> really? Well, yeah. There was like one of the guys that is just like, just looking at him like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> you know, just kind of scratching his head. I was like, oh Jesus. So then he he runs after it. He runs after the train as it's just like going down the going down. I mean, my assumption is that he thought maybe it wasn't, uh, maybe he didn't put it in park all right. the way or right. something. I don't know. Chases down the thing, and this is so. There's two main portions of this film. And like the uh, there's this long sequence of them getting to a place, and then it's a long sequence of them getting back. Yeah, it reminds to me a of the place. first Pirates of the Caribbean, where the right. journey is there and back and, took and, forever. And that, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I mean, some of the it's kind of funny if you think about it. You know, they're trying to you know put wood in the thing, and but some of the stuff that it was happening, I just didn't find it to be too too funny. No, I didn't care. Um, although you know, with the, this type of comedy it's all Murphy's law, right? Like anything that can go wrong, will go wrong and has to. So then we have a lot of different little physical comedy things, but I think to me, maybe this and speak on it if you want, but to me, it just, it just felt so arbitrary. Yeah. Like some of the physical comedy just felt like it was just being there just to be funny without it serving a purpose. Serving much of a purpose was my
0: fault or not my fault. That was my problem with it, where it felt Uh, really it, it, Kept forcing me out of the story where I'm like, but why is, why is this happening right now? What's, what does this do? Why was this even done in the first place for him to then fall? It didn't make sense. And there were also certain things where, like, I didn't need to see them. Repeatedly chopping the side of the train over and over again. Right. You can kind of show them hitting it with an axe and then cut to the outside where now there's a hole. You don't have to show me the whole progression of it each time. Right. Happened like three times. Happened multiple times. I'm like, I get it. Axes do this. I get it. You show me the first time it is possible physically to do this. I'm good the next time. Yeah. You don't need to show me again. Fast forward that shit. Sure. But there was a lot of arbitrary. Stuff where once again I feel like I'm probably raising it too high, but like City Lights, all the jokes and pratfalls and all the little gimmicky things—they all serve the story,
1: and they're very well orchestrated. And they felt in City very Lights. organic. Yeah, in those. you know, especially you know in the you know the car scene where he comes in through the mm-hmm. car and he meets the girl, yep, and she but, thinks he's right. Yeah, rich. And that scene was just so beautifully orchestrated. Where this particular, and you feel for that those characters in City Lights. Where this again, I just. Eh, you know, yeah, I get in the beginning. You just told me that these are the two loves of his life, but I didn't really get a sense of what that is. And I
0: don't know why she would be the love of his life. She treated, him she like
1: treated shit. like shit exactly. So right off the right off the bat, I'm I don't believe what's what's being shared mm. with me, and you know? a lot.
0: Not all, some of them seem complicated, but most of those pratfalls and things, I was thinking I'm like, mm, but Charlie Chaplin did like take after take, and this looks like it could have been done in one take, and then they could Or two or whatever, yeah. and just like, okay, we
1: got it, guys, it's, let's move on. A lot of the pratfalls felt super simple. Sure. Which, you know, and to be honest with you, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with some of those things being simple, but to your point, I think it needs to suit the s- service, the story. Yeah, service the story. Um. And so, so back on this 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 train chase now, right? <laughs> that feels like it's taking forever, forever, forever. And all right, fine. You know, they're kind of going through that process, yada yada. But then he just he just does very stupid things, in my opinion. That you could have him done smart things and then still have them go wrong. Yeah, he was like Gilligan. In this right, I felt it's that like, too, dude, Just like you're Jesus. an idiot. Like, right,
0: this didn't the Murphy's Law thing. It's uh-huh. like it's not even Murphy's. Beyond that, it's like you're doing this to yourself. Literally, this is not happening to you. Right, you are manifesting all of
1: this. Point, shit. point. He so he <laughs> chases after this thing, uh-huh. runs down, finds a um, you know a uh, a manual uh mm-hmm. train thingy. So yeah. he's chasing after that thing. That thing craps out. Right. Well, because they took off part of the rail, which was fine. So he flew off. That craps out. Mm -hmm. Then he steals a bike and, for whatever god awful reason, just falls off of it. Just randomly. Randomly falls off. Completely. I I was at Medieval Times this last weekend and it felt like their jousting game where they like the wood explodes before they even touch each other (laughs) and then they fall off the horse. I'm like, I'm not buying that. Yeah. But then he he runs uh, uh just out of random by the way he's in the middle of nowhere mind mm-hmm. you and there's just this random house with a bike boom done there yeah. thank you bye see you later gotcha Then he goes, he finds, like, another campground with all the— I was just going to bring this up. And then here's the thing that that I didn't like, though, because, all right, cool, he got people to help him out. He literally goes in, and he pulls the pin. Why did he do this? He pulled the fucking pin himself. He knowingly did this. And then he looks back, like, where'd they go? I'm like, you did that. You did that. To what seemed to be on purpose— Or was it just so much in a hurry that maybe you didn't think about it? But that's not – it's not like taking off the emergency brake like that literally – But there's a mess up in that moment too because the the car that's behind everybody that's getting in, he pulls that pin, right? We don't see him pull the pin for the actual engine and then their cart. But that's the one that detaches. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what the fuck just happened? I had to watch that three times. You think just think that to was a unders- production mistake? I think so. Because I was really trying to... And here's the thing, man. You can't have production mistakes like that with, with a silent film. Because we were watching everything. everything yeah. Because everything has a very big point, uh-huh. in my opinion. So right away, I had to watch that section three different times being like... Which cart was it? And was he? He pulled that thing. That's like literally what he just did. This is your fault, Buster Keaton, right? Maybe it just shows how stupid the South was. I don't know. But so he gets the he gets the locomotive finally. He doesn't get his cavalry that would have probably ended this movie right away. Because of his fault. Because of his stupidity. Stupidity. <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> and so then he chases after after these guys. And they just start jumping, dropping logs and logs and logs. That was kind of funny because then he crawls off the train mm. and he uh you know starts flipping the logs off. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of entertaining or whatever. He finally catches up with them, and then the guys up at the top on the bridge notice that it's just one guy. Yeah. And then Buster Keaton notices that it's like 10 guys. Yeah. And then Buster Keaton just goes, well, I'm out. Just yeah. kidding. I can't do it. I'm yeah. I'm not going to. I'm out. Right. So he jumps off the train and he runs into the wilderness. And then there's a quick gag of the wilderness and the hat and, you know, that type of thing. And then he just leaves all of his jacket and his coat right mm. there. Dumbass. Why would you do that? With the bear and all that shit. Well, no, 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 no. That's later. Oh, okay. This is right when he gets off of the actual, um, the train, when he notices that it's like 10 other guys up there. Oh, right. Yeah. He thought he was chasing just a a few or whatever. No, there's a shit ton of them. And they're just like, oh, crap. And then the guys notice that it's only one guy. Yeah. And then nothing happens after that, by the way. They're just like, it's more than, it's only one man. And then Buster Keaton just kind of. Like, you're right. you're right. I am, I am out now. I see you later. I'll pray for you guys. Yeah, bye. Good luck. So then he wanders the the wilderness that night and it's all rainy and all that type of stuff and he's hungry and he's cold and blah 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 and he just so happens to stumble on the house on their house with with her in it. With her in it, all the generals that just plant their entire plan in that one moment. And I was just like, super convenient. That's very convenient. Mm-hmm. They did something that was kind of fun, in my opinion, though. Like, he's hiding underneath the the tablecloth when all the men kind of come in. Yeah. And I thought it was rather interesting because one of the two – there's two men that were talking away from the main guys, talking about the map and the plan and all that bullshit. The good part about that scene is that now he knows the whole plan. Yeah. Way too convenient, in my opinion. The girl's in the room right away. So, okay, convenient. He didn't really have to search around too, too much. Hmm. Um But the guys were talking, he has a cigar in his hands, and the cigar is, like, burning a perfect hole into, like, the the cloth.
0: Uh, Yeah, tablecloth.
1: And I thought it was kind of cool that he's, like, looking through the hole to see Mm -hmm. the girl, Annabelle Lee. Who's yeah. the girl, whatever. And uh, I thought that was kind of f- uh, a fun way of, like, playing with some of that stuff. But it, it it's just – it calls it out so much. Yeah. It's like, ha, 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 this is funny. You should laugh at this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to be – I'm trying to be. We're mm-hmm. coming back to City Lights. And I I hate that we're comparing it, but, I mean, it's, I hard, not it's hard not to. Especially
0: when they're both on the AFI list and you're right. like, why are they both on here?
1: Right. And I think um, the City Lights stuff – it. It was subtle though. Mm. You know? Oh, totally. It was, well, it was super organic. Right. And you didn't feel like Charlie like though you know Charlie Chaplin, it's vaudevillian mm. and slapsticky. It didn't come off in a no. way that was just like, oh, I fell and I fell again. Ha ha. Yeah. Did you catch it? Did you see me? Laugh. Yeah. No, it doesn't come it doesn't come off that way. It comes off more endearing than anything else. So okay, so so he sees the you know, he use a little bit of the gag with the fucking circle, right? Then everybody leaves. And there's a guy, there's a soldier sleeping in the room that has Annabelle locked into it. He finds a way to knock out all of the soldiers. Very simply. Cool. Funny. Get it. He jumps into the bedroom. And she's sleeping, and instead of just like nudging her to wake her up, he basically like almost rapes her. Her. Yeah. her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that lady was scared out of her mind. Yeah. Um, tells her to grab her shit, and then they run off into the wilderness. And this is where it gets a little bit even more weird: is that they're running out through the wilderness. All the guys are all knocked out. He's wearing. I mean, I can understand that he's he got the Confederate yeah clothing, um. Or the union? Sorry, the union clothing. <laughs> Seriously, I'm sorry. Man. Seriously. I wanted. I want this to be an How alternate version. You, I, I want this to be the original version. Where you care? Yeah, um, yeah. Because I don't care that the South no. won. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially
0: yeah. now that we know history, and we know that eight of the men who hijacked that got hung. Yeah, exactly. They so. had to build a special like stand and everything so eight of them could be hanged at the same time at the
1: gallows yeah damn that's good to know though well then good i'm just glad that the because it's a memoir that somebody got their comeuppance no
0: the union soldiers got hanged
1: what yeah
0: so when when uh there was a group of confederates that came and stole back the train Uh And the general in charge of that from the union and as well as seven of the men who were part of this heist were hanged. The rest eventually or like the surviving ones got medals of bravery or whatever for doing this. And those guys did posthumously, but the Confederates were the ones that hanged eight of the union guys and the general for the Confederacy. That's that. Stole back the train Was one of the founders Of the KKK Oh Jesus So knowing this Once again So hard to be on the side
1: Of any of this stuff Okay Well that Well Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) So okay So he So he's wearing the suit now Right and they're pretty much just running in the wilderness. They run into a bear. Oh, crap. Can't, a bear. A yeah. bear. Randomly. When okay. S- when the spotlights
0: hit on the bear, like,
1: ah. Right. And then the girl's just like, I'm out of here. Yeah. The girl throughout this whole entire thing was the most, like. Worthless. Unusable person <laughs> yeah. ever. Like, yeah. she was like, such a
0: ditz
1: m- throughout this entire time. <laughs> worst MacGuffin Ever. Ever. <laughs> I'm just like okay, Buster's character. Buster, she's
0: just slowing you down, like just literally, her, dude. Just let her go. She's never shown any interest in you. Just let her go. Just
1: let her go. Um. Uh, so so he so she jets off. She runs. He runs after her. She, because she jets off, she gets her foot caught in a bear trap. Yeah, I don't care. I'm I'm like I'm like <laughs> good. <laughs> lever Lever.
0: you know Um, that was a gift from god seriously man like how many more signs
1: (laughs) do you need (laughs) totally right like how many more do you need to just be like nope this ain't gonna work nope lever (laughs) Nope. nope stop it <laughs> okay i guess you're persevering yeah. but make it more difficult yeah. <laughs> uh so then he tries to he gets her out of it very his hands get stuck and his, his feet get stuck. stuck you know it's all funny funny games and then they're just like you know what we need to just stop let's just sleep here for now mm. because we're lost and they just randomly wake up and then literally right across the way is a giant camp yeah we're lost we need to sleep here across the way morning giant camp boom done because you didn't hear people rustling over there at, at all because was know? so dark you didn't hear
0: people is that how is that all right okay.
1: idiots. so so then he hashes out this wonderful plan i'm gonna steal back the train and i we gotta hurry up and get back to our lines on the other side and tell them that these this whole plan that's coming through mm-hmm. all right cool got it so then he he grabs a satchel Puts her in a satchel, and this was kind of this was kind of fun actually. Yeah. So he puts her in this satchel. I thought it was funny, but then again, I, think, I thought she
0: was a major bitch. So, so I was okay just, like, with, with the her shit landing on her. It. Yeah, yeah, just
1: throwing in it. So so she so she gets into this like satchel, it's potato sack. he Carries her over, and then he tries to make talky talk with one of the guys mm. while he's she's over his shoulder, and she's unpins the rail cart, which in all honesty, I was like, okay, well that's kind of adorable. Um, I'm like, that guy doesn't know that that thing, that satchel, there's a person in there. She yeah. literally looked like a body. It looked like a corpse. It, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. What are those <laughs> shoes? Yeah. Kind of, you know, well, I didn't lie. Well, there yeah. were shoes in there here. There were Shoes on the body. Yeah. So, so he gets away with that and he puts her in the, uh, and this is one of the funnier moments. Cause I'm just like, yeah, get her ass. He throws her into the the cargo cart, and then everybody starts dropping. Yep, that other made me shit. happy. And but there was a moment where he calls it out, right? Like he pauses and watches it, and then just goes, "Oh crap!" Yeah, you know, like, like, mm-hmm. like oh, okay. okay, hopefully she's okay. And then he jets off. Uh-huh. As he jets off, he grabs a piece of wood. He jumps into the lo- the the engine, and he basically um, knocks out the dude. Knocks out everybody, like. Yeah. Like where are these skills coming from, buddy? You really like so you basically, convenient. Yeah, you basically Jackie Chan everybody in that place. You can't master a bike, but, but you can, can Jackie yeah. Chan everybody in the spot of your locomotive, which is great
0: because uh, Buster Keaton is one of Jackie Chan's role models. like oh, idols.
1: It makes sense. to Him me. and
0: um, Charlie Chaplin are huge influences on Jackie Chan. That's, that's what, not surprising. That's me. what he based all of that's that. That's pretty stuff cool, off. man. Uh-huh. That's
1: actually really fucking cool. Yeah. But this, I don't know if you caught this, okay? So, the the actual general uh-huh. f- for the Confederacy. Are you. Union? For the Union. Thank you. Get your bad guys
0: right. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is
1: just, you know,
0: I'm sorry. His morals are getting in the way of understanding so, this movie thank properly. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what he's coming down yeah. to.
1: <laughs> so he knocks him out mm-hmm. in that moment yep. so as the next like 30 minutes of this chase going back he's out and he's there the whole entire probably time probably has brain damage like the that's beyond a concussion time. Yeah. <laughs> it is all happening he is knocked out yeah. in that place Where did the hell did his body go? That thing is not even that small. I mean, it wasn't even there until the end. Until the end, all of a sudden, I was just like, "Where did that body come from?" By the very end of this thing, and he comes to after all of this stuff. Right? Uh, There was things getting blown up. There was a bridge that got burnt down. There was the only smart thing that that those guys did was they bent the the rail. Uh, the rails so that Mm. it slowed them down so much. Um, One of my favorite parts out of that entire chase sequence coming back to was he's telling her to put more wood into the furnace (laughs) and she picks up this like small piece of wood and he's like watching her and this is the point where i'm just like you should have just shoved her off dude. yeah just shoved her Here's off her yeah you literally, just throw just her, throw in, throw the her in there Oops, oh, sorry sorry Whoops. casualties you know I'm casualties. you know me i'm so clumsy so she takes this small stick and he, she throws it in there and then to patronize her a little bit he picks up a smaller stick and she goes oh, thank you and then she throws it in there and he literally looks at her and then he strangles her like yeah you son of a bitch you are driving me yeah. nuts all of this for a what the hell? Yeah, and then he kisses her, obviously, to be like, "But I love you anyway." Mm. You know. So he has the two things that he loves the most. He has a ditzy ass girlfriend that he's probably not even going to get any from. No, nope. and his locomotive, which gives him more love than she does. Yeah, in all oh, honesty, yeah. he um they bend the they bend the rail, stop the 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 chase for a little mm-hmm. while. Then they have this great idea of burning their bridge. Yeah. All right. Cool. I can get through it. The girl again. She is retarded. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just like pushing buttons and playing with things. Like, I get it. You want to help, but just stop. Yeah. Touching. Stop. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Let it go. Let it go. Nope. 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 Stop. Can you just stop? Thank you. (laughs) And then... So she she pushes the thing. So the thing, it's moving forward. He's on the other side of the fire blazing, you know, and he's just like, oh, God, another thing, another. Mm. Oh, God. And he jumps over it, falls into the water, chases, try to get back up on the thing. Is going back and forth. And at that point, I was just like, I wasn't anxious about them getting caught. I was getting annoyed by this girl that he saved that is basically uh, a box of rocks. <laughs> no cuz that would have served a better purpose at <laughs> some point maybe maybe dude so then he gets to, so he gets on the train they make it to the camp they tell everybody and then the climax of the movie is where that fight the big fight takes place between around the other side of the river right um Some of the funny things, obviously, with like the little the little details of what Buster Keaton does extremely well is a lot of that physical comedy coming in. You know, the thing with the sword yeah. and they're at the fight and his sword is like half on, half off, like it's breaking (laughs) keeps (laughs) flying off. Right. And I was really glad because it was one of those things throughout this entire movie for me that I felt like they could uh, they had gags that never really paid off in some point in some parts. Um, this one
0: finally paid off.
1: Yeah, exactly. This one finally paid
0: mm-hmm. off. Um, he accidentally did something right.
1: Right. You yeah. know, in which I thought was, okay, thank you, Jesus. So basically the blade keeps flying out of the the, mm-hmm. the handle. And then in the moment that it needs to happen the most, it flings off and then ends up killing a person that was killing everybody around him. Yeah. Which I was like, all right, yay. One of the things that I thought was kind of funny is that the um, the Union Army... They looked at the burning bridge, and the dumbass guy just tells everybody, "Is just like, well, oh, it's not burned enough yet, yeah. so we can still cross it. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? I've I burned many bridges before, <laughs> gentlemen. I know this metaphor. It's fine, <laughs> and it's just so. I funny. made good with my mother-in-law, and if I can do that, we can go over this burning bridge. <laughs> it's good, and everybody just kind of like looked at him, like, okay, he's the boss. And yeah. then they moved the train over. Well, and I don't want to get in trouble for treason. The train just. Tumbles to its death By the very end of that Which I thought was kind of funny I was like well Don't trust that guy No Idiot Idiot Well once again Making the union look bad Right So then the battle ensues Basically everything The You know Fast forward They win By the way mm-hmm. The They win the Confederates win Confederates win Yay Yay I mean there's an intense scene Where he's like running up With the Confederate flag And everything He's yeah. just yeah. like Yeah why power yeah, he how?
0: Yeah, I saw. You know? I was like,
1: whoa, 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 Jesus, Buster, frick, dude. So then they win, and all the boys are coming back to the camp. Everybody's congratulating them, and he's not even getting any accolade, right? He's he's not getting any goods. And then he jumps into his locomotive. Lo and behold, the guy that was knocked out from like all of
0: a sudden he's back again. He
1: you know automatically just comes to, and then he basically turns him in.
0: Yeah. And she's still not convinced
1: uh, he's worth until, her time. Until he gets a lieutenant jacket. Patch. And then she's just like, oh, but you. Did you notice he was wearing a private jacket the whole entire time? That should have been enough. Yeah. You just yeah. need to wear a uniform. Yeah. You that's really all she needed. Tell, you know, that was just the stipulation. Whatever. So then the last beat of this story is that he's on his train. He has the girl, he's in the uniform, and then all the guys just keep saluting him. So the last shot is the wide shot of him kissing the girl yeah. and, then, and saluting then saluting randomly nonstop. as everybody is walking through. And I was just like, one of the things that I did like is like very clearly at the beginning of the movie, she says, I don't want to speak with you again until you are in uniform. I mean, he got one of the best uniforms he probably could have gotten yeah. by the very end of this thing. But at the same time, it's such such a superficial, totally. very plot-driven After story. he did. Right. And that's all you cared about? He saved you, lady. Mm-hmm. He saved you. Where was your brother then? Yeah. Which, by the way... Where's your
0: gimpy dad,
1: girl? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't know if you Where's felt crutches? this. Where's Crutches? Come on. Did you feel like there was an awkward, weird relationship going on between oh, her and her brother? the... the- Oh, no, I got it with her dad. Dude, I got it with her and her brother. Like, they they smooched right on the mouth, and I was just uh, like, there's yeah. some weird At incestuous start, thing going on. Oh, yeah, on there here. was mm-hmm. some tongue She's, there. And she was just like, Ugh. "She like, I don't know, it just felt weird. I was like, why are you making it She now? had daddy like, issues,
0: for sure. Totally. Validation from mm-hmm. guys she respected.
1: <sighs> so, I mean, ultimately for me, I just, right on the same page for you, man, I don't,
0: <sighs> I don't know why it's on this list. Even, I don't either. Even looking it up, it was one of those where I'm like, well, maybe, because I know Buster co-wrote and co-directed this. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, maybe he put his all into this and maybe it paid off big time, but mm. it didn't. He didn't for one. He got, someone gave him $400,000 to do this film. Uh-huh. Um, the, at the time, or I don't know if it's till the end, but at the time, the bridge falling, um, and the train falling in there was the most expensive scene in any silent movie.
1: Right. I in fact, in sure.
0: Texas where that bridge scene happened, they littered, dude. Like, they didn't pull that train out of the river until World War II when they pulled it out for scrap metal. Are you kidding so me? So been in there for, like, 20 years. What? Yeah. Like, they just left it there. They're like, well, it, I mean, it's heavy, so we're just going to, you know, leave it here. I don't want to throw it on my back. Like, literally. <sighs> oh, my God. They left all that shit there. Um. You know, it wasn't a financial or critical success. Well, I saw
1: I saw that it made a million dollars globally. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's you know to us now. I mean, four hundred. If it, the film was four hundred thousand, eventually I made
0: mean, it there. It wasn't like when it first came out; it didn't do well at all. Like, so, what did people think
1: about the film when it first came out? Did they care? Did no, they not really care? No, they would just it was go of went in, just like okay, yeah. cool, another Buster Keaton movie, yeah. You know what I'm Pretty saying? Much. So I don't understand why. You I don't know, know I mean, why it's I read. On the list. I read about it, but they didn't seem like there was anything. Like again, all of these movies that we've seen on this list, you know these these directors, these these filmmakers, just put everything. Yeah. they put everything and on. That's the line. why I
0: assume because I saw this. I'm like, it didn't do anything for me. I wonder if that's it. But this is kind of like the John Wayne movie we watch, where it's like, I don't really. F- fully understand why it's yeah, on this list maybe. they didn't put their all out there is it just because it for example it needs a buster keaton if it's just yeah. afi feel like they need to have one of his films but i'm
1: sure i mean i don't know a lot about buster keaton movies but i'm sure there's other ones there that probably be would something have better, better yeah right? yeah because yeah, this know.
0: wasn't a make or break movie for him and if it was it broke him because it didn't make a lot, make of, money a lot of money when it first came out uh, and he didn't, know. like I said, he didn't put his all in there. So I just wonder, even the music I thought was just whatever. Yeah. It was, was like serviceable. Sure. There was nothing. It just, if I didn't know Buster Keaton and know that he was a thing, I, I don't think there'd be anything that stood out about this.
1: Sure. 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 Um. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I don't, I don't know why it's on the list. I mean, I, I think if I'm digging, I can give it its um, its props for uh, the physicality of his character uh, because I mean he does hold a scene pretty well, yeah, you guess. know, as an actor. Um, I mean, maybe it's just because I didn't feel attached to anybody. Well, or and, anything. The, and that's so funny because I totally agree with you. I think I mean even for us, right? Like the one thing that we really connect to is character. Mm-hmm. Where I just this was just a plot driven story yeah. with a character that just felt very surface. I mean, say for instance, like how would we redo this? If we were, let's say let's, if we were in 1926 and we were making this movie and we know what we know now, based off what we've been watching with these movies, how would you come at it differently? If you had the same stuff to tell this story, how would you come at it differently to build something that at least for us here at the table are going to connect with?
0: For one, I think I would have had more hand-to-hand scenes. What do you mean by that? Like him actually having fights or whatever with the um, the Union soldiers okay. instead of it being such standalone. Because you have the shot with just him on the train doing something gilligan Right. And then a shot of the Union guys it just felt preparing, dr- and it felt so... Cir-
1: disconnected circumstantial yeah that's the thing for me where i think the circumstances put him in the situation but it wasn't you know we talk about having characters of agency mm. you know as as writers and what what we mean by that um is you want a character to make choices and based on those choices have it kind yeah. of go awry i feel like he made choices but just out of circuit just it oh, just just to service the plot yeah and it I had like, nothing uh. to do
0: with him i didn't know anything about him i knew yeah. the two things that he loved for some strange reason right but there was no other connection to him so it just the whole film felt disconnected because i didn't think i can see that care about him even to the point where i was saying where it's like you see him on the train and then the shot changes to them on the train there, every there was no connection there was no right. it, there needed to be
1: more moments where he was with a lot of other people well why couldn't they i mean i was thinking about this like why couldn't they in the first like prologue cuz it was almost like a prologue of the movie with, with the start the start yeah. of it it felt well, like it almost like a prologue Absolutely. right so what if in the first opening prologue, like what if she wasn't a bitch to him? Right. Like, what if like, yeah, there's two loves in his life. There was the locomotive that he got to have. And Mm. then there was this, this woman that actually has a liking to him. Yeah. Right. And you know what, to be honest with you, She could have a liking back to him, and the dad and the brother could still not like him. Which, at the very end, when he proves himself, not only to her, but to himself, and then sibling, he gets their approval. Exactly. And that becomes more of a win in my book. Totally. So then you have an opportunity where he he wants to service his country. He goes, and he says, I can't. Or, you know what? They give him an opportunity to be like... Uh, well, we don't need you here, but we'll need you as a locomotive guy. Exactly
0: that. You know what? They stu- that o- everything about the scene with him enlisting could stay exactly the same, except for the very end. That old dude could pull him aside, and be like, "Look, we need you for blah blah blah," and he could do some like. You know, Buster Keek is not a very,
1: it's not a very like awesome job. No, but he could peacock out of there like I'm super important and then still feel
0: slightly inferior to the other dudes.
1: Right. You know, and that because he's just an engineer, he's not a soldier per se, because and that's where he becomes a soldier. And that makes a different connection, I think, Uh at least in my opinion,
0: that also makes me care more about him trying to track down the train. If they gave him a purpose by saying it's really important for you to be you know, the conductor for this train, right? This right, is right. your job. This is how
1: you And can it's serve your train us. that you love so much. Yeah, so yeah, if they're
0: giving that like sense of purpose in him, it makes more sense. He's like, shit, this is what I'm doing totally. for what I believe in yeah. to chase it down. Instead of like, Uh oh yeah and then it changes
1: the perspective at least for me as an audience sure that entire you know other half of the Uh you know the the second act of the movie because even if she's proud of him for all of that stuff then
0: once again it makes more sense that he's like she's so proud of me for this this is my purpose now you have just nothing but the sense of like wow this is this guy's identity this is where he feels he has purpose of course he's gonna go for it instead of just what i felt was like well that's the plot you know right right so th- i don't I, get
1: the girl but I'm, I'm not gonna lose my train yeah, okay yeah that apparently
0: i only care that i'm the conductor of you know i mean so i think right. for me that would have made it a lot better is to your point right at the and you could have kept
1: everything the same literally you just everything. have to change just a uh-huh. little bit of that opening that opening at just to give mm-hmm. us a little bit more of a connection to why he's choosing yeah. to do this stuff and then i think the movie would have been really good yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Because I we would have watched it from a completely different mm-hmm. filter. At least I think. No. And right. it's like
0: it's like an improv. They always say when you're doing a long-form scene, have your own shit. Yeah. So – and that just basically means no matter what the story is, your character still has wants and needs or thoughts or background, things like that. Sure. Instead of just giving it up to the plot, then it's not as interesting because you're just servicing the plot and you're just going along with it. So for the audience, they're like there's nothing really stand that stands out about you. The, the character
1: that you are. And it's the same thing with this. He didn't really have his own shit. Like, no. I ain't care. I feel like if, if any laughs that came from me, particularly, it was in the way of just like, you know, the same way some guy gets kicked in the pants. Yeah, you like, know what I'm saying? Ha-ha. I'm like, haha, oh, Very I've funny. Seen or seen somebody on slipped YouTube. on a banana. Yeah. Okay. Whereas in city lights where the laughs came is from a true place of tragedy and a yeah. true place of comedy <clears throat> at the same exact time. Yeah, um, I, I still I don't get no. that from this particular one. So I think we they, they would have had to change the beginning. Uh-huh. I think that's all they would really have to change, and
0: you know, and I just thought...
1: not make her such a worthless bitch. <laughs> 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 Tell us how you really feel, Noah. <laughs> um, and, I hate to, her. and to to which end, there was a point of me that I was thinking to myself, like, well, maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe it was just like the way. But then we watch movies like you know, like City Lights, mm-hmm. or you know, other films that we've seen where you connect with the character yeah. and it's, I think it, it was just, it was a miss in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I think the only reason why AFI, if you're listening to this, I apologize, but not really is that you guys are just sucking the dick of Buster Keaton. Yeah. Just being like, well, we got to get this thing on this yeah. list because Buster Keen deserves to be on this list somewhere. Yeah. So close your eyes
0: and point at a movie on his IMDb. <laughs> oh, Oh,
1: Genius. The general. We're done. Perfect. Sweet. We now have 100 on this list. We had 99. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> should we need one more. Yeah, totally, man. So, I mean, that that's what I think. Yeah, that's that's
0: my that's if my on If you two want to watch it.
1: if you guys out there want to go ahead and watch something that's just kind of mindless but you you kind of like that slap sticky vaudevillian type of humor, Watch City up, Lights. W- no. <laughs> 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 watch City Lights regardless. <laughs> but outside of that, Give it, give it a shot, sure, you know, give it a shot, and to be honest with you, maybe we're maybe we're just being assholes. Maybe. I don't know, but I'd love I mean, to hear I, what you thought I, I try I try to look at these things from a very critical point mm-hmm. of view, but this was a tough one for me too yeah. to get through I struggled. Like, so well, hopefully. Tell us, guys. Tell us what you think. Maybe, yes. maybe we're curmudgeons and you guys yeah, are just maybe. like, oh, my God, this movie was absolutely amazing. Because that's how I think most of our listeners yeah. uh, talk to us.
0: Absolutely. You Other know. people have podcasts. Uh, my buddy Timmy has the Too Many People podcast. And the last one, he totally called me out because I didn't like Godfather Part 2. Oh, that's pretty funny. So he's, <laughs> even earlier, he was, he was telling me um, <laughs> when he was driving, listening to our podcast, he's like, I yelled at you guys the whole, the whole time. time. <laughs> <laughs> so in his podcast, he brought up. Up. Oh, by the way, like Godfather Part 2 is amazing. I'm calling you out. Noah Kinsey. Yeah, that's too um, funny, man. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. We love yeah. that sort of stuff. Granted, but I the, don't Godfather agree two, with yeah, the Godfather 2 said.
1: is not very good. I wouldn't yeah. have called
0: it. Yeah. Sorry, Timmy, but it's... My bad, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Podcast rivalry. <laughs> 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 We're going to start a podcast beef, son. <laughs> put Which put that shit on wax? wax. Yeah, let's do this, huh? son. <laughs> Get at me, bro.
1: No, but everybody has their own opinion. Yeah, this no, is, you know, yeah. it is Yeah. So what it tell is.
0: us, tell us what you thought about it if you've seen this movie. Uh, they fucked up when it came to keeping the rights to this movie. So Did it's they? now yeah, so it's now um public domain really so that's why it's on youtube and it can't be pulled off because they messed up with the rights when it was time oh, to renew shit. so now it's open to all y'all so we could we should just remake it you could absolutely remake it and that's not pretty awesome whatsoever
1: that could huh. be kind of funny if you remade let's it let's do it <laughs> but do it like a really gritty like train robbery yeah. like violent version of it that could be actually pretty dope not gonna lie that actually be pretty cool it's ours. Don't take it. <laughs> 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 but I guess it's public domain, but please don't do it. Because that <laughs> sounds like a really fun idea please. to write. Please. <laughs> totally. No, it's was pretty fun, though. Right, cool. Cool, man. Well, I think, right, we I think we're it. on it. So,
0: All right. Uh, Jonesy, yeah, what's making what's you what's making hard? me
1: hard this week? Um, my wife started watching a Netflix original series called The Crown. Oh, interesting. How is it? Um, you know, man, I it was tough. It was tough originally to get into because it's very slow moving. Sure. It the story takes place in London. Um, the duke that was uh that was king um ends up passing the crown on to Queen Elizabeth, who is still alive today. Spoiler it, alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. And um, it's just kind of going through her process of becoming a queen. Wow. From just like a regular, just like a regular, mm-hmm. I don't want to say regular, because obviously she's kind of brought up into this, but, you know, it was about her marriage to the Duke of Edinburgh, and um, it's a lot of good history in this. I had a hard time getting into it originally, but... Um it builds. I, it builds so beautifully. You and Does it pay off the stuff that was it really sick? does? Okay. It really, really does. And I say this because I know you guys are gonna give me shit because I say I don't give a lot of things more than one episode. But it builds quickly in the first episode. So by the very end of it, I was hooked.
0: Oh, okay, good.
1: So it's not like something that I watched, you know, the first episode and went like, all right, maybe I'll watch the second episode and the third episode or whatever. Like I watched the first episode, the first half of it was very slow moving, the way that it starts, the languages. It's hard to get behind because they have very thick accents and what have you. And By the very end of it, I was like, holy crap, this is really cool. And the reason why I think it's really cool is because very rarely we get to see shows and movies that move more methodically. Mm. Uh, The music is done by Hans Zimmer, which is absolutely beautiful. It's shot Gorgeous. The just the color palette alone has these very unique, like desaturated earth mm-hmm. tones throughout the whole thing, which fit the mood extremely well. Um, but the story itself, they they do something that I don't see a lot of shows do. Where I feel like you know you watch not to put it on blast because I really enjoy it like the Flash, but they tell you everything. Yeah, right. They they give you a lot of exposition. have to
0: spoon feed you a lot. They kind of stuff.
1: do. This particular show they they rest their laurel, laurels. It seems on the idea that we are, as the audience are a lot smarter. So there'll be moments in this show that there's like three minutes that go by that nobody says anything. They're just done with looks in action, huh. and you feel that scene. so so intentionally that I'm like, holy crap, this is really wow. well done. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm hooked at this point. I'm on episode four or something like that. Um, but my wife and I just started watching it this weekend and I'm just like, if you guys want to have, see something that is really well done from that point of view, please go check it out. And let me know what you guys think too. Cause I may be, you know, just sucking its dick, but at the same time, I really, really enjoyed it. Nice. What about you, man?
0: So for me, uh, I loved Dana Carvey's new comedy special. I
1: just finished it last night. Yeah. I did.
0: So I had mixed feelings at the start. Uh-huh. Um, and actually, because I didn't, I wasn't able to watch it for a full sitting because I had to leave. Um, So I maybe watched the first 15 minutes.
1: Was it because it was a bunch of fucking bullshit?
0: <laughs> that was great. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so at first I was a little underwhelmed initially. I don't. I don't know specifically what I was expecting, but then when I finished it and I really thought about it, I just, I liked it more and more. And I think we had the discussion last time about Joe Rogan, about how he doesn't allow the fact that everyone's going to laugh at him automatically. He's not resting on his laurels because of it. And I think the start of Dana Carvey seemed a little bit of that where he really didn't have to do shit and everyone was already laughing their asses off. Agreed. Um, but what I love about – he has his comfort zone that obviously is, is his impressions mm-hmm. and things. And they're, what I love about it – and I, I love his craft of it because if you think about some of the impressions, he doesn't sound anything like them. I agree. Whatsoever. But what I love is his craft is like a magician where at the start of it, he totally sets it up. He's like, it's funny when they do dot, 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 dot. So he already has it set up. And then he does exactly what he says – so that even though the impression doesn't sound like them, you laugh because you are like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, like he finds that recognizable like he trait, it, right? Yeah, he finds it because it's true what right. he says about them. But because he's kind of let you in on his thought process and what he observed, it's fun for him to do the act out, even right. though it's nothing doesn't sound like he did not sound like Bernie. That's actually, a good point at all,
1: right? That's actually a really good point, man.
0: Yeah, because he did that for every single person. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. like he did a bit with um, the Scarface, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. At the Thanksgiving dinner. Uh-huh. And it's funny because, like, the accent and the, his performance kind of. Was there And then it wasn't And then it yeah. came back again But I didn't really care Because I no. You know You you get it And it's funny At the same time Because now you're picturing That guy at a Thanksgiving dinner And you that's know? why so. He does the description At the start So Is that he, makes
0: a lot of sense He paints that picture So yeah. you're with him I in agree that. I agree He's not you. resting on You know When SNL or whatever Where it's like You have to exactly Look the part You have to sound the part You have to do all the things That literally Everybody already knows right. Instead he's like You know It's kind of weird When they do such and such Like with his George W bush yeah where he just he says something that you don't necessarily think about like specifically but then when he says it, you're like you're Right, he yeah. does do that, and
1: then he does the impression. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and did I thought you, that, that was
0: great. But then it changes. You know, then he talks about his life. And right. He talks about and all I was that about that to that say, great. like, did you
1: enjoy that particular part? Because that's the part that I thought was more funny. Because he came better. out talking about like Trump or whatever, yeah. yada yada. And I was like, eh, you know, he's kind of doing his impersonation. And I was just like, all right, okay. But then he got into something that was a little bit more personal, like totally with his personal. kids and like traveling bullshit. around. Yeah, bunch of bullshit. Talking about. Uh, taking him to Italy. is like, is this what we're going to be doing? Is this what we're doing all, doing all day? day? It's like, what the hell, yeah. you know, uh, first world problems, I guess, you know, um, yeah, we're
0: going to be immersing ourselves in culture all day. I'm but then sorry. he talked
1: about like the millennial generation, yeah. which yeah. I thought was really, really mm-hmm. well done in my opinion. Cause I've wrote, I've written jokes about the millennial generation sure. and he was kind of hitting some of the same notes of like ob- observations that I've had yeah. over this. And I thought, dude, you're hitting the, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. You know, and he even he even kind of riffs in the crowd too, which I thought was kind of fun. So it picks up steam. Oh, totally. You know I mean? and I think he which starts really it off liked.
0: with what's recognizable So right. like. I think that's very on
1: purpose. Sure, sure. To sure. kind that's of be what like this is topical what you, or whatever. Well,
0: and also this is what you know me as. Gotcha. So I know that. In order for you to feel super on board and satisfied with my whole I gotta special, give you this. I got to start with that. Yeah, it. I
1: agree. And then he can go on to the other stuff. That makes a lot of sense. I do feel like kind of hinting to your point. I got done watching it last night, and I looked over at my wife, and I was just like, he just does it so flawlessly. He does. He just makes it look so easy. He, he just makes just it look like anybody there. can do it. And yeah, that is not and, the case at all. No, dude. I watched that. I was just like – that's a master at his that craft. That is amazing. Yeah. And he's just so comfortable up yeah. there. Like he's just one with that audience very easily. He's so fluid and moving from one joke to the next. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you want to people, if you guys listen to this show, anybody that's listening to this show that's out there that wants to be a stand up comedian, study some of this yeah. some of Dane Carvey's uh, Dane Carvey's do, is just phenomenal. If you want to do
0: impressions, look at how he does it. It's I have another friend man. um who does this? Who does impressions? And he's similar to that. He performs yeah. an I O for the for the what's it called? Top story on on Sundays. Um, but he does the same thing where he's talked to me about it. Where he's like, "What you do is you paint the picture ahead of time so everyone's on board, and then you execute." Gotcha. You know. And so when I saw that with Dana Car, I was like, "Oh shit, that's right. amazing!" Yeah. But <laughs> seriously. Dana Carvey's always had it. You have yeah. some people like Fred Armisen took a couple years in SNL before he really felt comfortable. Totally. You know, but if you watch, I have his DVD. If you watch the best of SNL with Dana Carvey, it has his audition on there.
1: Oh, does and it? he's been- i gonna com- have to borrow
0: that from you. I'll, I'll, I would love I'll, to I see like that. that. He is comfortable from the start. Like he does the and Broccoli song on there, but then he just looks at Lauren. He's like, is there anything else you want me to do? Like just so- Comfortable, like I would be crapping my pants. Yeah, I would be throwing up before going out there. You see other people, and it's like they're trying so hard. I love Will Will Ferrell, but like he was trying so hard in his audition, yeah, brilliant, but he was trying so hard. Yeah, where Dana Carvey's like, You know, I'm like it, I'm so glad that you find it funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. So, but he's always had that, and I miss him. He's yeah, doesn't do a lot, and that's kind of his like his decision. He had the heart issue
1: for a while you hear about that when he got the bypass no, 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 and they no, did the wrong one. To be honest with you, I don't know much about Dana Carvey yeah. outside of I didn't. I'm not a. I've never watched much SNL, if any. Um, my introduction to SNL was the uh, the best of's. So like mm. Mike Myers, yeah. you know, blah 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 blah. Um, and I only watched SNL from that point of view, just kind of taking all their sketches, it's really which the is best. the best way to watch Easily them, the I best. think it
0: spoils you because. Full episodes, not always no, great.
1: Don't even get me started. <laughs> um, but uh, outside of that, was Wayne's World. And that was yeah. the only thing that I know. And then, you know, in high school, he's The measure Discazi, which Ugh, was horrible. Horrible. One of the worst which movies I've ever seen in my life. be a counterpoint Sadly. episode.
0: <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> but point. that's going to be the one I'll fight the most, but probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. I was so disappointed because that was his
1: big comeback. And right. it was
0: god-awful.
1: So, I mean... To which, and that's, that's all I know about Dana Carvey mm-hmm. until I watched his, this last standup. And I was just like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, but you were saying that he had like a heart yeah, bypass he had a heart, either, either,
0: Yeah. It was a artery or something. One of them, like, I'm no cardiologist, spoiler alert on that. What? But, then stop. But he had surgery on his heart and the doctor did the wrong one. Oh shit. So they had to go back in, you know, had to do the right one. And they sued the doctor and ended up winning because he did the wrong freaking thing. Yeah. But he was sidelined for a while because of that. Oh, Jesus. I mean, but he's 60, right? Yeah. He's 60. But that was like, I think over 10 years ago, it's been a while. I think he just, he wants to do what he wants to do. And he's at a point where he can just, I mean, I think maybe he was trying to enjoy family life and just kind of do that. But it's like, it's amazing that this, Brilliant, talented dude. Just, I miss him. Like, I want yeah. him to do so much other stuff. He should do voiceover. He should do a lot of shit. Yeah. But he just, yeah. he's good. Good for him, though. But then he pops up like freaking Beastie Boys every three years and drops <laughs> Brilliance. Yeah. And you're like, true. oh, <laughs> like,
1: thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, so, man. So,
0: I, I highly recommend it. It's amazing. We're basically
1: jerking him off right now. I would give him go a handy. Go and watch it. Well, shit, Ooh. man.
0: That is it. I so thank you so much for listening. Check us out on all social media. It's all UFR podcast. You got it. Literally look everywhere. <laughs> Do it. Do it. If you guys um, can't
1: too, leave a comment. Yeah. Get subscribe, it, us rate like and review it. on iTunes. Yeah, if you hate it, helps it us out. tell us too. I don't know. Yeah. Tell us, we <laughs>
0: love all of your thoughts. It's been wonderful. Yeah. So thank you to everybody. Um, so
1: next movie. Next movie is Psycho. Ooh. Rink, 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 ring. I
0: am so terrified. We'll <laughs>